Welcome back to Dungeons and Designers, a M of One Network podcast. I'm your DM, Will Churn, and I am joined with, and I'm going to point to you guys, and then you're going to say your names. Courtney. I'm Dan. I'm Zach. And then we're joined by Arjuna Cole, uh, who works down in Pensacola, Florida with a marketing agency. And he also draws very anime-esque illustrations, which he'll be posting on his Instagram, Arjuna underscore Cole, uh, very soon. Hey, Arjuna, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, I know you through our good friend, Diane Gibbs, um, but maybe some other people won't be super familiar with you. Do you have any, like... um, summary of who you are that you'd want people to know yeah well i'm just a guy working at a marketing agency i love art i love design i love video games never played dungeons and dragons before so i'm excited to uh experience it for this time sweet all right let me pull up my at least you know it can only go up from here Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) that's how i feel about myself (laughs) It's, it's been a minute since I thanked the crew over on Patreon. So I just want to say thank you for everyone over there who helps us cover costs like hosting fees. Uh, mm-hmm. If you would like to join and get monthly stickers, monthly stickers, access to our Discord, or our ever-updating setting document, high-res art, uh, like the Lathander's Ring Drawing by Gregory Holmes, and also all the maps we use uh, on our episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash dndesignerspod, and you can pick a tier that fits you best. Across the material plane, all of Peg's subscribers can hear the latest Rosette Gazette recorded from the stranded ship on Anadia. Hello, friends. We're still based in Anadia. I'm not sure how much I should say about this, but I think we've stumbled across something big. Wick, Elisar, and I were almost at square one and seeking additional repairs for the ship, and we decided to ride into town for additional jobs or parts or really anything that could get us to the next step at this point. On our way through the front gate, though, Wick made a smart and really moral decision to alert the guards people about the shapeshifters and the large weapon that we had encountered in the cave. The guards directed us to the town's temple to speak with the higher authorities and priests there, and I did not expect to meet a deity, but we met a deity, I think? She's a two-story tall halfling named Yondala, and she could see into our thoughts. Uh, she let us know that our drow companions probably didn't make it after searching for Miska the wolf spider, and she offered to help us with a new ship if we could confront Miska ourselves to bring balance back to the gods. And I know it sounds like we're falling for another trap, but I do trust her. She answered a lot of our questions, and she was really kind and had an understanding aura about her. She gave Elisa a rod that we can use if needed to protect ourselves against Miska when we go to talk to him. And it sounds like we'll most likely be needing that. Um, So yeah, this is big. It feels right. It feels scary. Uh, I've never been near a demon lord before. It sounds like we'll be going uninvited into his home too. But how amazing would it be if we could help solve this? Am I expecting too much? Uh, we could help restore the tears in the magic weave that have hurt so many, including my Aunt Peg. So I'm thinking of you all back home. Peg. Today's session is going to start out with everybody uh, is up on the second floor. So 
Peg, Wick, LSR, you guys are on the second floor of the ship in the sleeping quarters. You wake up, it is just now morning. You three feel all, feel like blessed. Like this morning feels different than past. Um, a lot of your past injuries that you guys have like uh, endured feel like they're he- they healed overnight. This is definitely um, a result of your meeting with Yondala. Like, and you guys instantly know, like, that's the biggest change that happened. Um, downstairs, Ronak has already inserted the hard drive into his droid. And uh, they're both down there in kind of the captain's quarters of the ship still. What would our crew like to do? Wick's going to just roll over kick her feet off the bed and start stretching her wings and legs and go make some breakfast. I was going to say something, but I don't have anything to say yet. Skip me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go find some uh, food for Craig. Cool. So everyone's kind of just like getting their breakfast stuff. Yeah. Recording. Yeah. Downstairs, you see Ronak kind of working with the droid and it's kind of maybe going through like their tests, right? Making sure that uh, the droid knows Ronak. And, and you see him kind of like tapping on the forehead of the droid. And he goes, hey, hey, who's in there today? So I go like, hey, hey, who's in there today? No, Ronag does that to you. He's like tapping on your metal oh, okay. head. And he's <laughs> like, sorry. hey, hey, who's in there today? <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't really know. I know that my model number is X-537. He's like, all right, we can call you that today if you want. <laughs> um, and he goes, just stay right there. And he brings out like a cord from the main like panel of the, the ship and inserts it into the side of your head. And he's pulling down all of these like coordinates and recordings you've been making as you've gone through the town. Uh, you experienced quite a bit of pain last time. So you are now like fully like rebuilt and refixed. Um, you might not be feeling the blessing of Yandala like the others, but you're feeling pretty good. And what you see on like the dashboard of this, this ship is um, coordinates and landmarks. What you might not have known um, is that as you walk around, your in, like, internal mechanics are recording everything around you. And what you see is like a map being constructed. And what is being constructed on top of is the, the scannings of the planet when you guys came in. Right. So like while you guys were like coming, crashing down, the ship was also scanning. Now you have these more, um, intimate recordings of like the city, the cave system, the canyon. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch over for video and for you guys to the map that's being created. So what you see are the, is like this hex grid. And on the right side, you can see the green is the city of Nopth. The blue is that hydration farm, the absorbent farms. The gray to the right of that is the spaceport where you guys eventually took your um, zip line across the red, which is the canyon that it was dug in. And you guys ended up to the right side of that. Um, that yellow rectangle is your ship. So if I turn on this, that's where you guys currently are. Whoa. Okay. Oh, we're, I have, we're trying to step it up using Figma today, making things a little <laughs> fancier. Um, in the top left corner, based on your descriptions of what you guys saw in your vision mm-hmm. and the scannings from the ship coming down, you can kind of assume that the, the cave you're looking for is up there. Another thing I need to tell you guys while you look at this map is the lighter colors 
are higher altitude. So you guys are in a very low kind of ravine right now with your ship. To the northwest of you is a mountain. And it's not huge, right? But it would, it would take like a big rocky crag because the planet you're on is very rocky, red dirt, dry. Um, the dashed line is a road. So as uh, Arjuna's character, Mod X537, is that what it was? <laughs> mm-hmm. I came up with it. I should probably know. <laughs> um, as you guys look at the screen, you can see this like height map being built. And um, the city, that green area, is being filled in as it's like pulling in all your recordings from what you've seen. What would the crew upstairs? Have you guys found your food yet? Are you? Is Craig being fed yet? Oh yeah, Craig's just chomping down. So Arjuna, you see coming down the stairs at one point um, a dark elf, kind of gray skin, white hair, uh, blue, purple like eyes. Um, and he walks past you, past the the captain's quarters, and goes down to like, the storage bay. And what you hear is like a giant lizard rumbling around. And as he's being fed, the whole ship is rocking back and forth a little bit. <laughs> Craig's a little big for the ship. Peg is a, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Craig is, uh, this was not made to keep, we don't even know if the ship could take off with Craig inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay because Yandal is already going to give you a new ship if you survive this next adventure. If we survive, fingers crossed. Right, if Craig survives. Yeah. Um, point. Um, <laughs> Wick, Wick makes two pieces of toast and spreads this like space peanut butter on it and mm-hmm. just sets the second one on the counter and says, Peg, and then waves it in the air and sets it down and then walks downstairs eating her piece of toast. So Arjuna, what you see now is a... Um, a raven humanoid looking creature. Uh, no real wings, but taloned hands and feet eating a piece of toast. Peg, I think it's your turn. Yeah, I peek out from upstairs because <laughs> I really love the smell of that peanut butter. And I come down with the little silverware pieces I've been collecting over time and set the table and sit across from Wick. So we have, uh, and, and yeah. Peg's character is a, a cat humanoid looking thing. Um, and is it a leopard cat? Is that what we decided? Yeah, it's like a house cat that's like a leopard uh, water cat. But very fashionable. And um, probably one of the younger feeling of the three, right? You have yeah. a little bit more spirit than the other two. <laughs> um, so in the captain's quarters around, there's Wick, Peg, the droid, and Ronag. Uh, you guys are eating. Android doesn't need to eat, right? You're a robot. Um, and you guys can both see the map being built as well on this kind of uh, holographic screen in the front. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Wick will jump up and say, excuse me, Peg, and run over and kind of drape an arm over X537 and say, hey, buddy, good morning. How's it going? What you got here? How's it looking? And just kind of with one arm across the shoulder, try to look and see what the map's showing. I guess I... I'm not really sure what I would do in this situation. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, what would I'm you just, as a person do? I would I would just continue monitoring the map and just, you know, try and figure out where we need to go. So, yeah, as as the bird kind of comes over and puts his arm around, you, you're you not affected at all. Like, you are her arm. focused on this cord, her arm. <laughs> would I say his? 
the mustache woman over here. <laughs> um, you're you're more consumed with like this cord coming over your head and plugging into the the computer and the screen that's like ever changing and building around you. Okay. So Craig is, gonna... Craig is now filled. Are there any uh, brooms on board? Oh, you can find one for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find a broom and uh, dump it in some water and start brushing Craig's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to the whole ship kind of rocking a little bit, you can hear like sloshing. <laughs> <laughs> Hygiene is important. Yeah. Got to keep them teeth sharp. Losing a teeth, losing a tooth as a giant like desert lizard is a short life sentence, you know. Exactly, man. <laughs> Got to stay on top of it. Make sure you get the gums real good. So as as you guys are eating and looking Can at this map, you roll for gum cleanliness. <laughs> we don't want. We're really anti gingivitis. Let's see. Fourteen. Wow, cool. Yeah. Uh, plus what though? <laughs> Animal handling, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you guys are cleaning the teeth and eating, Ronag looks over to you guys and like, what happened yesterday? Oh boy, what didn't happen? You remember, you know, it was just a regular day. You go in and meet a small giant lady who turns out to be a goddess who teleports you through her wall to see where the other goddess you were looking for is and your two compatriots who you've been waiting for months for or weeks rather have died so you know nothing major what happened over here yesterday and he looks at you and he's like i know you guys might believe in gods but like they are no longer a thing you guys you can do what you want we're over here just trying to figure out how to get off this planet and he, right. he points over to the map and he's like, I like built out this. This is where we, we've been. This is where we're looking at. Um, I think we still need to get those, those, those parts for the ship. We've got a way. It's a little more indirect than what we've been trying. But And Wick leans over more and touches the map with a peanut butter feather finger <laughs> where it looks like the cave is going to be. Sure. Says, There's no parts in there, but if we can do that, we'll be able to get them a lot quicker. And, uh, and then real sarcastically with his like one robotic arm and one orcish arm, he's like, this God, and, like with quotation marks, he's like, do you think you can trust th them? Because the last time you guys went to a cave, it didn't work out so well. That's a good point. Yeah. I think we can trust it a little bit. And then she kind of points at her shoulder and in a very sarcastic way, rolls her shoulder while looking at his that she almost took off. <laughs> Yeah, so he like um, pinches zooms in up on this map and he's like, if you need to get to this cave, it's going to be like a full day's journey. You can either take the short way up over the mountain, which will like kind of like get you over top and into this canyon, or you can go to the road and try to get over and then just take the flat all the way in. Mm -hmm. That'll probably add another half a day, though, right? If we do the road. It's definitely like twice as long. The road will be quicker travel for sure compared to just roughing it through the untamed lands. Um, but yeah, that's definitely... And he looks at it. He's like, it's probably almost three times the distance. You'll probably be going like half as fast, like twice as fast. But mm -hmm. he goes, eventually, um, you're going to get off the road and you're going to still need to make distance on that flat area. Sure, sure, she says. And then she turns around and she just yells down in the hold like, LSR! Uh, Try yeah. to get him. Come look at this map. I got like three more teeth to go, man. 
Do you think Ellen or do you think Grant could climb up that mountain? <laughs> Throw football over them mountains. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is there a window where I am? Yeah, sure. I you, guess you, we'll, you can find yeah. like if you go up, you can find like a window in the cat, like the the captain's quarters area. A picture okay. frame window, just like yeah. honeymoon suite kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go look through the honeymoon window. I like. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and it's not it's not like the Rocky Mountains, right? It's probably maybe a couple thousand feet elevation, not huge, but it is definitely sharp rocks. Mm. But you can find your I would say it's um similar to End of Return of the King, where they're going up Mount Doom mm-hmm. TM. Mm. Um it's like very sharp rocks and like you can find your way through them. And uh Craig might be I'm even sorry, better Return at, of the King. What did I say? What is that? Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Craig is probably being like from this area, like being bred and like a lizard of this planet could probably get over them pretty easily. Yeah, that's 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 what I assessed. Right. Well, if you're okay with it, I think we should try it. <laughs> yeah, let's let it rip. Hey, let it rip, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Beyblades. So as you guys communicate and you're trying to figure out, like you're going to take Craig over to this cave area, um, is there anything you guys want to get before you leave? Um, who's got the potions and rations? Yeah, I think that... I only have like two left. So well, we Yondala can... gave us four of each. Right. So, so there's there's at least enough potions for like one of you guys and one ration for each of you. Okay. I think How I'll be okay. Ration last. Hmm. How long does a ration last? Like a day. As long as you don't get caught. Scalable in a day. (laughs) Yeah, as long as everything goes well, you should be able to get to that cave within a day. You keep. I don't like that look on your face. (laughs) It's like he's like keeps really heavy, heavy fist with the, uh, with the if if. (laughs) I just I Um, don't want to be a liar. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We've never accused you of that, Um, Wick. uh, After checking with Peg and. LSR confirming where the rations are kind of like smacks the not smacks pats the droid on the back like hey you, you up for coming with us today what are we calling you this morning do you know you can just call me model Y uh yeah All I'll right. come my question is do I have I'm a co-pilot do I have experience with animals or only just co-piloting machinery um so you don't have any memory of handling animals that's right. Okay. It doesn't mean that like when you get into the situation, there might not be some kind of memory in the back of your head that like unlocks. But right now you don't feel ab- abnormally comfortable with an animal. Okay. Well, as I guess a navigating droid, I'm, I'm going to come along. Yeah. And Ronag's like, if you're going to take him and he like clicks some buttons and he starts uploading the map that's being built here to you. And in your mind, you can start like seeing this map without looking at it. And um, as a kind of uh, a map droid having like cartographic tools, you could figure out like the directions you are at all time. So you guys kind of have like a compass that will be joining you. Okay. And can do laser beams. Maybe. (laughs) Can do something maybe. (laughs) So as all... (laughs) <laughs> As Ronag unplugs you, um, Alistar has already been getting Craig kind of in ship shape, teeth brushed, fed. Um, I'm well. assuming the saddle is back on. 
Oh yeah, big saddle guy. And then if there's <laughs> nothing else, you guys can back that lizard out of the ship. <laughs> back that thing up. <laughs> I back that thing up. <laughs> I do that. So as you as you exit the ship, it's still very early morning. The sun has just kind of gotten over the horizon, and it's already a heater. Um, so as you get out, like Elsar especially, you're probably already sweating a little bit. Yeah, I pull a a a, a sun hat from that I stole from that one cave, mm-hmm. and I pop it on my head. <laughs> So as everyone walks out, you see LSR with this just super southern styled sun hat <laughs> sitting on top of Craig. I think I'll fan LSR with my <laughs> droid hands. <laughs> with the motors in them. Yeah. Wick kind of pulls back a little bit when the hand starts flapping. <laughs> I like just like, it's like kind of like slowly looking like that guy. Like it looks bad. Are you guys all going to get on top of the, the lizard? Oh, I can yes. walk to the side if there's not room. But otherwise, sure, yes. Oh yeah, I think, think there's room. Okay. It said it says medium and smaller creatures can ride. Yeah, and I think we've been hand waving like it can just take all four of you. You're all medium. <laughs> He's a chonky mm-hmm. boy. Um, he will be moving slower, right, than if he wasn't being adorned with people. Um mm. but he'll still Whoa. he'll what? The word usage. Oh uh he'll still be able to get you up and over there. So if he's moving slower, since I'm a droid, can I just walk along with you guys? Sure. I'll do that. Nice. Now, just to be straightforward, he'll still have to move slower to keep up, to keep back with your little humanoid legs. Right? Um, he's very he's very big. He's like bigger than a horse. So, yeah, you guys could take turns or something, but the, the pace isn't going to be super fast. Each of these hexes is about two and a half, three miles. So it's going to be a journey no matter what. You're just going to kind of take it slower, especially in this heat right now. Mm-hmm. And the way we're going to kind of like meta game this travel is you can move up to two hexes before we roll to see what you find, what happens. Okay. Does that make sense? So maybe yeah. we could take turns or if you guys want to just give LSR the 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 ropes to Craig, he can decide where you guys are going. I think I mean I I, I can well we could like together to decide, right? Yep. So if you're it, down here on the ship currently, the choices, the obvious choices would be to like either try to cut right over to the road and take yeah. that up. To take the flat kind of level ground without the road and go that way, or go up and over the mountain. Mm. Uh-huh. What do you guys think? I think the mountain and cutting it quicker would definitely be helpful in this heat. But you and uh, Model Y know how to get there faster and might know how hard we can push Craig. I think it's pretty. It's been, been pretty tough so far. I think we'd give it a shot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I as trust soon you as we have me. Craig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Craig. I have the map. I think that we could just cut straight through the mountains. Oh. That works for me. Uh, so, Dan, if you go into Figma, there's a, a icon called Group oh, on okay. the left side. Oh, crap. I did it. Just move that two hexes to where you want to start going. Not the symbol? Oh, because the symbol's a ship. Yeah, no, the symbol. That that yeah. Oh, I think I'll bend moving. Yeah, move the logo. 
Boom. Perfect. Nah. So look at that. If it's right in the hexagon, just like that, like a glove. Wow. Like I you made it like what? that on purpose. <laughs> okay. So it is currently still very hot out. Oh, 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 oh. And you You're start. You, so no, no. You are starting yeah. to go up. <laughs> you just get to the foot of the mountains, right? We have the, the rocks start getting bigger <laughs> as if they had like kind of crumbled off the top. So you're kind of in like a low boulder field. So there are opportunities where like you can get Craig into like the shaded areas of some of these giant boulders. Um, But you haven't seen any life or anything else. Like there's no foliage or anything. It's just like a barren and you're starting to go up now. Where you guys want to go next? Uh, I guess you're just going. Yeah. And maybe hang a right to where we don't have to go all the way up to the top. This isn't working. That's okay. Whatever. You get the idea. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Oh, there you go. I had a line on mine and it just kept flipping up and down. <laughs> so as you start to kind of curve up, you're getting higher and higher. Mm-hmm. You're in the in these rocks. You start to hear rustling of things. You are now far away from the developed areas around Opth. You don't see anything immediately, but you can start hearing in the boulders like um, hard tapping and things um, growling and screeches a little bit, some off in the distance, but as the higher you get, you're starting to see like um, things changing as you kind of get up and up. You're now probably around uh, six miles or eight miles away from your ship, right? So it's probably been, Dan, how far do you think you get eight miles at like a normal speed, like a regular kind of walking pace? Uh, For how long? Eight hours, nine hours, right? No, eight or nine miles. How long do you think that would take? Walking, I yeah. don't know, like half an hour a mile if you're just walking. Four hours, four or five hours. Cool. So you, you're four or five hours. You can barely see your ship down below. And you can tell like the, the altitude and the, the environment is changing. Where do you want to In, go? Into a, like a more mountain? Yeah, yeah, more hard rock, mountain, less sand. Okay. Uh, I guess we just keep on continuing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Any sounds concerning anybody else? You could. Should we maybe follow like the perimeter? So we're still in the shade, so that we're not necessarily climbing up, but we're just going around a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That sounds good. I'm gonna do what the map says. Just follow like this area here, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Yeah. And as you guys kind of take this turn to the right a little bit for, you know, half hour, hour, um, the the clacking gets louder and louder behind you. And even though you've been riding Craig at a, a, de- a decent speed, you do hear something behind you. And as one of you turns around, you see a giant scorpion kind of crest over one of the rocks. And its tail strikes a boulder and just cracks it in half as it starts making its way through these big rocks towards you. Has it seen us? Oh, (laughs) it hasn't only seen you. It's been following you for probably an hour. And it's ready to go. It picked this space particularly maybe to get you. Uh, I need you guys to all roll initiative. So Arjuna, do you remember the D20 plus your... Plus your initiative number. Okay, so I rolled 17 plus 7. That is 24. 24. That's a good one. Yeah. 
12. 18. 19. Sorry. Does uh, Craig go? He goes on yours. Okay. All right, Arjuna, X model Y, you on top of this giant lizard turn around and see the scorpion kind of coming at you. What in this moment do you do? I think I'm going to fire a ranged attack to keep it back. So you kind of stand up on the lizard, turn back, and then try to shoot a palm laser at it? Yeah. Sounds great. Try to roast it. So roll your attack roll. So d20 plus your four. Okay. I got 12 in total. Uh, Sorry, one second. 12 is not going to hit. So you get up on the lizard. Maybe the lizard rocks a little bit and you try to shoot your laser and it goes off and hits a boulder next to him. Uh, Dan. Um, I'm going to have the uh, Drake charge at the scorpion. Cool. So as you kind of pull on the reins, um, I'm going to need uh, Model Y, Peg, and Wick to like jump off as it starts mm-hmm. rearing around. So either you guys are, are are flown off or maybe you hop off. I'll let you guys choose. I want to make you roll for it. <laughs> I'll hop off and towards the scorpion. Cool. Can I get into like a battle position maybe almost? All right, yeah, Dan. Full on backflip. <laughs> <laughs> put some flavor on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. What's the charge do? Um, so he, uh, each creature in his way must make a DC 12 plus my proficiency bonus, which is two. So that's 14 strength saving throw. Okay. Um, and he's actually going to charge through, and uh, you, because of his war charge, he gains resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage, and doesn't provoke an opportunity attack. Cool. All right, I got a eighteen. Bummer. Um, so you okay. pull the Drake right through. The scorpion kind of jumps to the side a little bit, um, you but still it's take damage. Okay, how much? Uh, Is it half? Yeah, you take half. So the drake hits the scorpion a bit. The scorpion tries to go with its tail to attack you, but can't as you just rush through. Six. Okay. And then then I'm going to vault attack off of him. Um, So I'm going to jump off and fire you with my Urgolian slug thrower. So you're gone now. You get to decide. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. So as the drake runs through, the scorpion tail goes to hit it and misses. But you're now in the air taking a shot at it. Yeah, but like as after he got out of the way. Right. You know? Yeah, of course. Um, Oh, that 20. Uh, Arjuna, as Dan does the math, if you roll a a 20 on your, your d20 dice while you're doing your attack, you get to roll double damage. Okay, so if I roll D twenty, doing your to see if you hit, you would then get to roll two D eight instead of one D eight. Okay. And, and when you're attacking, don't roll a one. Don't roll a one. All right, Dan. What's okay. your? You did take a DC fifteen dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> now it says you take two D ten as piercing damage is what the so you take four. Mm-hmm. That's double. <laughs> it's like, all right. 
this is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt so bad. bad. I hope <laughs> it could potentially not hurt at all, but uh, like a little it bit. It could hurt four. Twenty-seven. Okay, that's a good. That's a and good then is ground. there is there fire or anything involved? I don't remember. Fire the liquid metal, solid metal at incredible velocity. Okay. Peg. So Dan did 33 damage. It's not looking great. It got hit by a giant lizard. You guys have never seen Dan just like leap off before. Yeah. (laughs) But in midair, Alasar's ever jumped off of anything before. It's probably add my decks to it too, just saying. Maybe next time. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Dan in midair just fires a hot piece of lead through the scorpion's chest. Now now the Drake is kind of in the distance. (laughs) What are you going to do? Start a I mean, scavenge. Yeah. The scorpion doesn't look. I mean, there's not much saving it either. He's just kind of like almost laying there at this point, right? Oh, he's still fiery. He's going to come for one he of is? you guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's raring to go. All right. Well, in that case, ugh, um, he's probably too angry for uh de-escalating maneuvers i'm going to go <laughs> yeah this is be very akin to like reality like if a bear in the woods attacked you right yeah i was doing all these like thinking of like i could try to scare it away no at this point we're in there oh, no, okay. it's big it's big it's like the size of the drake it's bigger yeah. than craig i think yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna go in for a trip attack to see if i can at least get one of his legs out from under him um with and extend my rod out all the way sure um for it so let's see. Um, I'm also going to use a superiority die when doing that. And then, um, so to hit, that's eight, though. Does that work out for me? It does not. <laughs> okay. That's a very, very low. <laughs> then I back away. <laughs> yeah, we're done. All that talk. Don't worry. You go in. You're now like underneath the scorpion and you swing it and you just miss. Perhaps it's the uneven terrain. Who knows what happened? But what I do know is it is now the scorpion's turn with you Sweet. underneath it. Uh, oh, I'm ready. Yeah. So as you go for it, he's just going to like take his um, tail and try to strike it down on you. Okay. Uh, but only gets a 10. So I'm assuming that misses. So it you, misses. Yeah. You watch yeah. as it breaks a rock next to you. I want to use his tail against him in a brace uh, reaction attack. Okay, what does that try look to like? Grab it <laughs> um, and use it, like point it towards him. And I'm gonna try to figure out how this works. But I'm using a brace maneuver um, to use his tail against him. Um, okay, so does it go into the hole that LSR just shot in its exoskeleton? Oh God, <laughs> probably. It's 21 to hit. Yeah, that for sure. Whatever you're doing works. <laughs> this is a dragon heart move. Yeah, this is very sad for Peg. Um, 14 damage inside that hole. Yep. So you like, its tail comes striking down, misses you, and you kind of redirect it back into itself. Amazing. Uh-huh. Um, simply amazing. Wick. <laughs> Wick. Um... After she, okay, so she gets ready behind where Peg is and just charges um, with an unarmed strike. So you just go try to do, fist the blazing. Yeah, just a couple open palm strikes. The first one uh, is a nine. To hit, that's a miss. Okay. 
Maybe maybe um, maybe you hit it. It just doesn't do any damage. <laughs> to it, my hand hurts. Right, you're hitting this like hard carapace. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then I'm gonna as well. Do you get a bonus action if the first one misses? I think so. Yeah, bonus action does okay. not require success. So I'll do a the my bonus action. Do another unarmed strike. And that's a sixteen. That hits. Uh, and it does four bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, and with the crusher feet, mm-hmm. but I got at level four once per turn when I hit a creature, oh, one size larger. He's large, isn't he? Not medium. Yeah, but you can do up to one size larger. Okay, so he moves back five feet to unoccupied space. So you do the and first do hit, and it doesn't it doesn't feel at all. So maybe you put some extra love in on that second hit, and. When you hit it in like its face, it actually like stumbles back a few, um, mm-hmm. with its tail kind of popping out of its chest, maybe from what Courtney did with Peg, uh, Arjuna. You see them, and I guess you you have no memory of fighting with them in the past. Maybe there's an inkling like you've been here before. Um, you're still where Craig originally was, but on the ground now. What do you want to try to do? Can I like run up and rocket punch its tail? Yeah, in, obviously. Deeper into his chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you, you can do that. You watch the tail like <laughs> pop out as he like stumbles back, and you're like gonna recork it. And okay, remember, so you get two attacks. So last time I forgot to remind you, you only used one. You get two. Okay. Okay. Now, am I rolling a d6? That's nope. right for the d20 plus four again. Because you guys see, you're aiming for that tail, right? It's a pretty specific body part. So let's see if you actually hit it. Okay, I roll a d20. I got 28 plus 4. It's 24. Okay, so that's a crit success, right? So now, what is the damage die? It's a d8, right? Uh, D8, right? So do I roll the d8? Twice. So it's d- okay, 2d8 plus what is the bonus? 4? Okay, so I rolled d8 once. I got 1. Okay. I rolled it again, and I got 4. So okay. that's 5 plus uh, 2 bludgeoning. So 7. Three. Okay. Yeah, and you watch as the tail re-enters its body and its entire self goes limp. And with a loud thud, you hear the weight that was lifted up off the ground by its feet kind of just hit the ground and shake all the little stones around it. And within what was only probably 12 seconds, you guys destroyed this giant scorpion. Um, I would say like here, our scorpions are normally like black. This one is definitely a reddish, like it was camouflaged within the stones. And that's probably how it was getting close to you. After defeating it, is there anything you guys would like to do? Or do you guys want to get back on Craig and just keep going? I think just a general walk around Wick does just to make sure everybody's okay. Try to help Peg up and check with Elisar that he and Craig are okay. And a high five for Model Y. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to high-five Peg for that assist with the tail. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket high-five. One more. <laughs> and then I climb back on Craig, if everybody's cool with that. Yeah, Craig kind of yeah. turns around maybe and rejoins after passing through. Cool. So on the map, um, you're still quite a few hexes away. You're getting closer. Um, where do you, how's, that, you- how's that heat? Mm. So I that's part of my table of things. You okay. guys, guys have gotten pretty lucky. It's it stayed pretty it's hot for sure. 
but it hasn't gone crazy. Yeah. All right, Dan, do you want to yes. try to move the hex for us? Oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you guys take this turn you're now starting to go back down a little bit right you're on the back side and what you can see in front of you uh both to the left and the right is a giant kind of valley canyon-esque thing with the full of spider webs and not just spider webs but like sacks of webs hanging from Ooh. different ledges nah Else. <laughs> Craig turns around. around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to rewrite it, make it something else. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> what you do know is that this is part of that vision you guys saw from Yandala. As you kind of, the distance was coming close to you, you saw the, the spider formed cave. Mm -hmm. And you know, Miskala Wolf Spider is supposedly in here. Um, you do see on the other side, right? This is probably a couple miles. Um, maybe maybe five miles in front of you. So north, uh, not west, like the cave you want to go to. There is another cave opening. Okay. But the cave you really want is to the left. Um, then I will go left. Check it out. Check out the spider one. The oh, did you roll one? anything for moving to squares? <laughs> or does that? Okay. Oh, okay. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so there's either the the one on the like yellowish. Yep. That's or the that's your one... Yeah, a little bit north. I probably didn't put it in the map. Um, okay. It's like on the other side of this little ravine. Actually, I probably did. I, I probably don't have it zoomed in. Yeah. So the very top hexes you see. Yeah. There's like a small cave not marked on the map, um, but the one is your it, final destination is the one to the left. Is it glowing or enticing? <laughs> no, there's Big there's definitely there's, there's some Free weapons. you can see like spider webs <laughs> kind of go there. There's a trail that goes from it down into this ravine, but there's nothing that like it could just be a natural cave system that was here, right? Like what you're seeing now is this untamed planet. Mm -hmm. So it could just be another scorpion cave or something, right? There's nothing that says like treasure, treasure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you also never know. Treasure gift from Will. See here. Okay. <laughs> I'd say uh, we just maybe hug along this. So stay high. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Sure. That seems smart. Yeah, let's wait and do the webs later. There's like little clouds start forming the sky, and you can feel the temperature dropping slightly. And that's very weird for this planet. Um, but I guess you would probably just enjoy it. So as you go to the left, up higher than you. You see oh, these. No, the high you see these two giant insects that are also very red. It's not a scorpion. You can see they have like these giant antennas that almost look like feathers. And if you watch long enough, you watch one like spit this acid on this rock and watch it melt, and then both of them go over and start eating it. Um, they're not. They have no. They're not looking at you guys at all. Like they're just up here eating the different rocks, but you see them. They're, again, probably the size of that scorpion. Like, the, the bugs out here seem huge in this mountain area. Mm -hmm. But you can choose just to ignore them. And then in the next turn, you could definitely get down to that cave if you wanted. Perfect. I have some rope of some kind, probably made out of bed sheets, we could rappel into <laughs> that hole. I think Craig could actually probably do it himself. Like, Craig, because he's, like, 
a, a breed of lizard from here, mm -hmm. he could probably just like scale down back into that valley. Oh, How awesome. We could use your sheets to tie ourselves to Craig. That could help. Yes. <laughs> Harness. Like a rodeo, like tie your hand to the saddle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So is that what you guys are gonna do? You're gonna try to go straight down? Yeah. Wait out the big centipede things. Smart. Yeah. Cool. So you guys you guys get down. You are standing in front of a cave. Um it's small, right? I don't it may just barely fit Craig. It would Craig would have to move slowly. But what you see on the outside edges of this entire cave are spider webs, and they create almost a cylinder going in. On the outside of the cave is not just natural rock formations, but you see these giant rock spires that look like spider legs coming from the entrance and wrapping up around the cave entrance. Within, like in between these spires, are like corpses of different things. Um, the stench from in here definitely could be a demon lord lair. Um, it's not pleasant. As the last little bit is that as you look in, even you with dark vision have a hard time seeing in here. It is so bright out here, like out in the sun, that as you look in, it looks like all sun escapes and just turns into pitch black. Do you guys want to dismount Craig and try to enter? Yeah, so we're basically going through the front door. That's what it would seem like, yeah. Okay. Not do I have a flashlight? <laughs> you do. On so Space torch. Each of you guys have space torches. On you, uh, the droid has on his head like two lights. Okay. Has anyone made that logo yet? We need to do that. Space TM? Space torch. Is space torch? <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys feel like doing as you stand outside of this dark cave? Not going in there. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe we could go through the back way. But <laughs> the other hole you think it's the back door. Through. Yeah. So Next wait, door. we have we have two caves we can go in, or we could go up to wherever those two big things are eating. Right. Shoot, Bang. we could turn and just like go down that street that we just came along and see what's down in the black part of the You could just go lot. back, yeah, uh, <laughs> up to the top right. That road leads to another city. Wow. <laughs> or you can I go didn't back. Know there were more cities on this planet. Oh, this is a full planet. You just in one It's a area. whole planet. Um, oh, hey. Go back to Noth if you wanted. And yeah. Are endless. Imagine we're all saying this to each other. <laughs> as, you, as you sit outside, like we could turn around. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, how much hard daylight do we have? Daylight. What was that? How much daylight do we have? So I think we said it was like four or five hours for the first half. So you're probably, if you left early, like seven a.m., it is probably almost dinner at this point. Four or five. Mm. Yeah. Early dinner. Oh. I mean, so, we're probably going to use some rations soon, right? I would say you've probably been nibbling the entire time. Nibbling. After you beat that scorpion, you guys were probably all like, let's eat on the back of this drake. Probably giving some to Craig as well. Also, we did kind of fly halfway across the known galaxy to get to this place to go into this cave and talk to this person. Craig ate a bunch Even of Even if it was scorpion. indirectly. It's Craig ate the scorpion? Yeah, a <laughs> yeah. bunch of it. All right, I need him to roll a constitution saving throw. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat without the poison part. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. What are you guys going to do now? Uh, Wake's going to look at the other two in Model Y. Like, I don't think you remember this, but I don't remember a lot of other stuff in here except for the one giant demoness. Are there other monsters in here? Do you guys remember from the vision? Oh, I'm sure this thing is going to be filled with spiders. I didn't see anything, <laughs> but just based on context clues. <laughs> That's a good point. As she looks around. It's now or never, folks. LSR, you got that staff rod thing? I do. Is Any idea how to use it? Not a clue. Yeah. All right. You say that, and Wick takes a deep breath, and you can hear like the electric box kind of like gargle <laughs> and crack a little bit, and she kind of starts a step forward, but takes a step behind you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. That's another episode of Dungeons and Designers. Intro music is by Mon Plaisir. Editing and animation was done by me, your friendly DM, Will. Find this and more in the description.